I'm Chloe Maidley and welcome back to the podcast. On this podcast, I speak to professional athletes, coaches, physique competitors, dietitians, and leaders in the field from all around the world. Thank you so much for joining me and I hope you enjoyed today's guest. If you're new to the podcast, make sure you like, subscribe, review, and leave a comment. Thank you so much, guys. Let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast series four. Today, we have another amazing guest, two, in fact, and my very first ever couple to have on the show. I really wanted to get these two on together because Lauren Dannenmiller is a very young but very seasoned IFBB bikini pro, recently winning a very competitive title that finally saw her getting qualified for the Olympia, which has been her dream from day one. Kyle Burns is a bodybuilder who has worked with some of the best in the business and is not only a very impressive coach in his own right, but he's also Lauren's long-term boyfriend. So I got them both on today because I think not only will they give you some great tips when it comes to your physique goals, training and nutrition, but because I find their relationship dynamic quite interesting. So welcome to the podcast. How are you guys? Thank you so much for having us. No, I'm so happy to have you on. And I just want to just tell my audience, you know, obviously Lauren's a competitor and Kyle is as well. He's a bodybuilder as well. And that anybody who doesn't already follow them on Instagram after this, uh, after you listen to this, go and follow them because the way that they document their journey and also on YouTube is actually, I think, second to none in terms of how consistent you guys are with your content and how informative it is. Um, and I, you know what? I'm just going to jump right into the questions because guys listening there in Florida, I'm here. So I, when I ask, I'm going to stop and just let them speak for a while. Um, okay. So I suppose let's just start from the beginning. Do I really want to know how did you guys both meet and how did your kind of bodybuilding and competing journeys kind of come about? Yeah, yeah. So I actually met Kyle back in high school. We just met with a, a friend, just a gathering and then met Kyle. And yeah, ever since then, we've just been kind of together. We, we, we dated and I, I was obviously like in high school. So I was like really into running track and cross country and Kyle would come to my track meets and I would actually tell him not to watch me. I would be like, you need to go hide behind the fence and go around the corner so I don't see you. (laughs) Um, But yeah, Kyle has always been really supportive of just my, my fitness goals and everything. And then also after I was done running, um, because I didn't, I wasn't running in college He took me into the weight room and he started teaching me how to squat and how to deadlift and how to hip thrust. And um, soon I stopped all that running that I was doing because I was still kind of like a cardio bunny at the time. I was still like running on the beach all the time. Like I would run to the gym first and then we would work out. Um, And then, yeah, I started just really enjoying the weight room and then the running I was putting that aside and I started really just loving lifting heavy because I was seeing my body finally transform yeah as far as how we first met I, I Lauren Lauren nailed it you know she she said it perfectly I just think it was interesting because I actually showed her how to um well, I guess a year prior, I was kind of getting interested in counting macros and all that. I was already lifting for a while. So I was kind of just watching YouTube videos on, you know, some of these seasoned, natural, drug-free um, 
pros that also had kind of PhDs and protein metabolism. I mean, you could probably think of the person I'm talking about right now, but, um, <laughs> so just kind of watching their YouTubes. And so it's interesting that I was able to actually show her, uh, how to counter macros kind of at the same time as her going into the lifting. Mm -hmm. so, and so she's been kind of tracking her intake since, you know, high, since she was in high school at that point. Um, so I think that's kind of different than a lot of other people who usually kind of just lift for years and years and then they kind of go into that realm. And I think that's kind of have our edged up on, on, on the game. Yeah. He showed me, he was like, Lauren, you can, you can get away with a lot right now. So he was, and, and I found if it fits your macros and flexible dieting, cause I was actually lost on what to eat. How much should I eat? What, what should I be fueling my body with? And then Kyle showed me the macro counting and he's like, you can eat 300 grams of carbs. Let's do it. You know, you can yeah. eat this much fat. It's mad how long you've been doing it for. And I feel like I started, who was your first coach? Was it Paul Revelia? Yep. Yeah, it was Paul. Cause he's local over here in, in Florida. Like we live in Tampa, St. Pete. So yeah, yeah, he was just like right around the corner. Yeah. And then, so the, the, it kind of bleeds on really nicely to my next question. Like, did you know right from the early days, Kyle and Lauren, that you would end up coaching her and kind of, when were you waiting for like the right time and, and how and when, and where did that right time kind of hit for you guys? Yeah. I think in the beginning, we just really wanted to learn and, and gain that experience with other coaches and, and just learn about how to prep for a show, how to peak for a show, how to train for a show. And obviously I've hired, I had a coach, Kyle had a coach at the time. Um, and then once people started coming to me and Kyle for help, we then realized like, Hey, we probably need to now make our own team and kind of go our own way with this all. Um, because plus I, Kyle's super, super educated and all. And I, he's been helping me since day one. Like he knows my body out of anybody out there. So that's when we decided we're, after I, I know won my, my pro card and we took a year off um, before I stepped on the IFBB pro stage, Kyle took full control of my, well, Kyle's always been in control of my training, but he took over my nutrition side of things and like the goal side of things and what we wanted to do within the sport and so then I was like, you know what, Kyle, how about you coach me for my pro debut in 2019? And obviously he is all about it. If I coach Lauren, people would come to us or it's almost a team effort too. Cause, and Lauren's very, I mean, we've both gotten a lot smarter, but it's hard to say I've gotten a lot smarter. So I, I see <laughs> Lauren got getting a lot smarter as a coach too. Yeah. And so, yeah. Uh, yeah. I just, I see that we wanted to uh, pay the bills. <laughs> well, you have, you've grown. It's amazing because I've watched you guys from basically doing kind of what you did right from the beginning to having a business, having amazing clients, you know, some of like, well, I think, I think all your clients compete, I think, I'm not entirely sure, but what the way that you've grown and you've grown your brand is really interesting. And you, you can see that you've gone from strength to strength and you have worked with some amazing coaches, you know, and, and I think you should be incredibly proud of what you're continuing to build. And I guess my, my last question on the coaching thing is like, this is a huge amount of trust for Lauren to put her body and essentially her career in your hands. And that's a huge amount of pressure 
for you to take it on did you was there a bit of like a learning curve where like you thought oh god are we did we make the right decision is this going to be okay for our relationship or did it just did you just trust each other and go with it right from the off honestly I think we're we just we just trust each other so much and we were really excited about it too because you know when I compete and, and, and do this sport and everything it obviously helps our business and our brands we document it we get clients from it so, you know, at the end of the day, me competing does help me um, with getting clients and just being more known in the industry and everything like that. But um, I think we were just so excited. And actually, the first time Kyle mentioned it to me, I wasn't about it, actually. I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> like, you, you can't coach me. You can't be my boyfriend and you can't be my business partner and a coach. Like, how are we going to do this? Like, so in the beginning, I actually wasn't about it. But then it just, it hit me all of a sudden. I'm like, you know what, Kyle? We can do this. I know we can do this. I know for a fact we can do this. Um, and I love this sport so much. And at the end of the day, it really comes down to the athlete and your consistency and your drive and, and your adherence to everything. So, you know, at the end of the day, I feel like I am kind of in charge of myself in a way. But also I have Kyle here telling me like what to eat and what to do in the gym because I need that second eye, especially when I'm dialing in for a show. But we really, I mean, surprisingly, it's working out and (laughs) it's been working out. So I'm happy. Lauren is a phenomenal athlete. And I think I've shown her results. So she has that buy-in with me. But also I think it is... uh, She's about it. It's not like she's some yeah. girl who's like snacking behind my back or something. I don't, <laughs> it, it wouldn't work. <laughs> it's not so, like Kyle goes on a walk and I'm like in the kitchen overeating and then yeah, we get in an argument because I just totally doing, blew it for the day. She's or something. doing so, the work, you know. Yeah. We so never fight about any of that. Yeah, but this is why you guys, are, it's, it's quite actually, it's quite a perfect match in that I think that Kyle, you really do take care I think of Lauren's relationship with training her body and food and I really like and I I can really see that which is exactly what you want from a coach and Lauren I can see and we'll get onto this and this is the first DM I sent you on Instagram like your work ethic and drive and ability to just dig in even for a competitor and they all have to do that but you in particular I mean it is quite something which is why when I saw you in the clash and we'll get to that I was and you were Olympia qualified I was so happy for you because I honestly couldn't think of anyone in the industry that I followed who I think deserved it more and and that includes you as well Kyle I just think it was it was a long time coming and I was very very happy for you Um, and we'll get to that but before we get to that I want to actually ask a little bit about training stuff so I think my listeners um will will kind of they really like kind of little takeaways they can go and implement themselves so I would say obviously in the bikini glutes and shoulders have always been like the big thing for the judges and obviously a good shape to the back to highlight the waist and I just wanted to ask you Kyle like how do you program Lauren how do you program her training split her workout week her kind of deloads or rest days with or with her kind of progressing her physique in mind like how do you do that for her it depends on what the current goal is yeah are we in prep are we in off season how many calories are coming in you know what supplements are in what how's recovery but i do think as she's gotten more advanced we've had to get more specific so as she's become a higher level athlete you have to get more specific within movement patterns and where you place volume So here's an example of how I did the clash was the fact that 
she's not like she needs a lot of uh, lower body. And so we were able to kind of place volume into her upper body more so than her lower body. She already trains harder than a lot of the other pros. I'd say probably 95% of the other pros in the IFBB bikini. She, she's training pretty hard. So even her one leg day a week or one and a half or whatever was still a lot more intensity than a lot of the other athletes. But what I mean by that is we did take a little bit of intensity and volume away from at least volume from her lower body and place it to her upper body. I would say from 2019 to 2020 to even just this last prep, because it's not about pushing volume in everywhere, right? You can definitely put more volume into her upper body, right? I put more reps and sets into her upper body, but you got to take it away from her lower body so she can still recover to, you know, all that put together. So stuff like that can, can play a big role as far as the body recomposition, but also keeping muscle as you diet down. And I think that was something that why her taper and her upper body filled out so much for the clash. Um, mm -hmm. So that's an example of getting more specific as you become more advanced in your division and higher level. It just depends on the variables. I take all that into consideration. If she, what her body comp is at, how many calories are coming in, you know, if she's deeper in her off season and she can recover better, I might give her a, a glute delt day and have lift five days a week and have an extra day for that. Cause she can recover more or do more crazy drop sets, intensity, just push things a lot harder when she, her body comp and her recovery is higher and she has more calories coming in. So all, you know, just, it just depends, you know? So I'm just using those variables such as the intensity, the volume, the frequency, movement selection. And I would say that's, and, and I take that consideration of the, the, the cardio and, and the nutrition and body composition. So all of those variables and what, what's the specific goal at the time? Yeah, so th this is why I was gonna say like, this actually that you just answered my next question because I knew that's where you'd go with it, obviously, because I have been I have been following you guys for so long. And <laughs> my next question was, as the seasons have passed and Lauren's feedback has become more specific and focused on the next level of competing, how have you changed her programming splits and why? And you've just answered it. Um, And I think anybody who doesn't already follow them, Lauren's lower body is like, I mean, I would say even at that Olympia, you know, first call out level, you're already beating them. And I knew that right from the off, Carl was like, we've got to work on your upper body. And I found it really interesting. And when I like when I saw you at the clash, I was like, holy shit, they did it. Like you were just like so well proportioned and, and so well balanced. And again, before we move on to that, because I do want to ask you about that day and everything that's happened since. But obviously genetically, Lauren's like, glute hamstring tie-in is just a joke like it's insane um but just for my listeners do you guys just want to give them because i have a lot of women listening your favorite glute exercises and things that you would get your clients to to kind of really hammer in their kind of volume and training frequency to to get like those great glutes because lauren i mean your butt is just i can't deal with it <laughs> <laughs> thank you yeah we're, we're just um i mean we're really big on everybody's so individual, like every single one of our clients. And it's about finding a movement that works really well for them. And, you know, mm -hmm. we all have different biomechanics and everything. And it's just finding a good squat movement that works well. Um, whether that is a barbell back squat or maybe like a power squat machine in your gym that feels really good. I was doing a pile squat or a goblet. So 
That is everything. It's about getting stronger in a squat movement right there. Um, because that's what's that's what's really going to grow your glutes, right? I love that. Yeah, I'd say squat is a squat, a hip hinge. Yeah, any type of hip hinge. So maybe a RDL or a deadlift, maybe mm, even sumo deadlift or yeah, hip thrust could be next on that list. So squat, deadlift, hip thrust. That sumo deadlift, I don't know what it is about it. It just makes me feel like I'm a superhero. Um, okay, right. So let's move on to what we've kind of been like touching on. So from, from day one, Lauren, obviously the goal for you has been Olympia and I'm sure it still is to varying, you know, degrees, progressive degrees. Um, you recently got qualified um, at the clash. And I mean, tell us about that day. I think you knew what, what was possible and you obviously absolutely nailed it on stage. Your routine was insane. Um, and tell me about that day, how it felt when you won and kind of how you've been feeling since in the aftermath. Yeah, um, that day at the clash, I have never felt so confident in my entire life. Like I, I just going into the show, I was just like, I am so ready. I am so ready to get up there and showcase this because I was just so excited because I, I saw the changes in my body. I'm like, we did it, Kyle. We we grew my lats. We grew my upper body. And every, you know, leading into the show, I was practicing my posing so much. That was something that I really needed to work on is getting up on that stage and just owning it and looking confident yeah. and looking classy and looking sexy and just everything. So I practiced my posing so much. I had a really good routine and I, I brought me into my routine. Previously, I felt like I was bringing somebody else. And this time I just was myself. I played with my hair up there. I I just, you know, I did certain things up there that you don't really see in other routines. Um, and on show day, I was I was just so freaking confident. I don't know. I was so ready. I felt so good. I was backstage and I was like, so ready to do this. Kyle was backstage with me. We were sitting down, chilling in the back. Um, everything just worked out. My tan looked really good. I was wearing a new suit. My, my, my makeup artist was there. Her name's Joey. She does all of my makeup for all my shows. So she nailed it on my makeup and I was, we were all standing in line to, to go up on stage. And they said, first, we're doing individual routines. And I'm always like first up on stage, like third or whatever up on stage, just because of how my name is with, with Dana Miller. Yeah. Um, and they said, we're doing individual routines first. And we all kind of got thrown off. We're like, whoa, because usually we're going out there and doing like a first call out type of situation where we all line up. But I kind of like pulled myself together and I'm like, I like gave me up, gave myself a peck top. I'm like, go out there. You own this stage. You're going to dominate. You own this shit. Like <laughs> go out there and showcase everything. So yeah. And I think everybody in the crowd, when I got off, they're like, Lauren, wh who yeah. was that? Oh my gosh. So yeah. confidence is everything. Like I just felt so tight. I felt that was the, the, my, my waist. I just felt like we peaked so yeah. well for the show. I actually didn't feel very good during peak week though. Like that was at the hardest peak week I have ever been through in my life, but it was so worth it. <laughs> it was so worth it because I, I made a YouTube video of me struggling, like, you know, during peak week and everything. Cause it was, 
it was a grind. It, it was tough. Um, but yeah, it was so worth it. So now we definitely know how to peak myself for this show. Um, but winning was winning was um, the best feeling I've, you know, I've kind of got those same feelings I got when I won my pro card. Like I've been wanting that feeling again. And I, I totally just broke down when I heard, when I, when they called second place and I was standing back there and I'm like, Oh, I just freaking won the show. Like, and everyone was so happy. It was best moment of my life so far. I gotta say. (laughs) Yeah. You guys deserved it. Kyle, you were like, I remember I saw a post from you and you were quite emotional as well, which I just found very, very sweet and, but well-deserved for both of you. I mean, it's it's a lot to put your relationship through, but also, you know, professionally it's, it was really, really impressive. And I wanted to ask you both, like you're, I know that you're you're now kind of in training for it to be competitive at that level, which I kind of already think you are. But I know that you've got some, you've done some kind of changes to your training. Specifically, you're doing a lot of ab work um, because I know that Janet has, you have quite a similar physique and you you like that kind of like tight core at that level. So what is your training looking like now going into it with that ab work and everything? Like what are the goals? What are you focusing on? Well, the training wise, I've been trying to have her just recover from this past uh, season, it still was really recent. So I've been not really giving her much direction to be completely honest. It's been more of um, here's a four day split, here's an upper lower split, here's, you know, three or four sets. It's pretty moderate, nothing crazy. And she is just getting stronger right now, just post show. Um, And then we have a physical therapist that I've been working with for a decade. And so um, he has never, never done us wrong. And so in that regard, he's kind of helped us out with a couple little ab uh, exercises, very minor details at this point. It's kind of fine tuning, but we'll pick up the pace uh, within her, her training very soon as we kind of are now kind of dialing in to start getting ready for the, the Arnold and the Olympia. Yeah, and we're trying to, the feedback was that they actually really are impressed with the upper body. So that was really awesome to hear. But um, now they do want to see more quad and more hamstring on me, which I understand because I'm just so, I'm just so big up on stage. I'm so long that I just really got to fill out everything. Like I have to fill out my frame. Yeah. So that's, and that's going to be an easy fix because we took out RDLs the last year and a half. So we've brought RDLs in back and that's kind of the only thing we have done is brought RDLs in and she's getting stronger on everything else and recovering. But the RDLs, like she's already grown more glute and hamstring and we're kind of already moving that direction as far as improving there. So it's just those little, and that's what this whole sport is all about is just you keep improving on the finer details and those small little mistakes you make or not even just the finer details all these moving pieces that we keep kind of discussing it's it's just improving on all of them um which is why it all came together in the clash is it's it's it's, and that's why it's going to keep coming together Okay, let's talk about nutrition. Um, Obviously, your calories have to come up and down in the off-season v prepping for a show. 
How do you determine dropping calories from fats and or carbs? Where is the cutoff point, really how low you take your calories and your fats and carbs? And how low do you typically have to go, Lauren? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, you know, I, I try I try to get my calories up but as much as possible um, when I'm like in a growing phase, but then I want to be I don't want to be putting on unnecessary amount of body fat because especially right now we we have we have a show coming up. Like I am I think I'm 18 weeks out from the Mr. Olympia. So right now my calories I say we're just trying to hold steady and maintain, but I I say I have a pr- pretty good metabolism. Like my calories never drop below 1200, uh 1200. But carbs towards the end, the lowest I'll get to is 70 grams. But that's when we're just really trying to get that last bit of fat like off my body. And it takes a little bit of a, of a push to get there. But highest my calories are like right now, I'm really, I'm eating like 2000 right now. So my carbs around like 240, eating higher protein, like 150, keeping fat around 50. Yeah, I would say with with Lauren, she one thing uh, as you become become more advanced is you want to stay somewhat lean and have a really good starting position. So you don't want to put on too much body fat, but you need to put on weight to put on muscle at the same time. You know, you need to eat in a calorie surplus. I will say Lauren has um, you start to get to know her metabolism energy balance. Because uh, metabolism is kind of a strong word people throw around and there's just so much more to metabolism than just calories in and calories out. So that's why I mentioned the energy balance when I say metabolism, um, energy balance. So yeah, as I get to know her um, and her physique, I start getting gut feelings and it's the same thing with all my athletes. So I think that's that's part of it is you, you get these gut feelings of decisions and adjustments you need to make mm-hmm. um, based on how, as you get to know somebody. Yeah. And I just think also she's really, really consistent and nails it all. So I think that's another reason why we don't have to get super, super low on food is because she's so consistent, even in the off season. Um, She's, you know, so I think that's, that's helpful. So Lauren, as I mentioned in the beginning, I find your work ethic and your motivation and your ability to just dig in and get the job done. So unbelievably impressive and really quite rare. What advice would you give people, whether they're lifestyle or competitors, when it comes to digging in, focusing on the goal, and just getting the job done? How how do you do it? Yeah, it's it's how bad you want the goal. That that's literally what you have to say to yourself is just seriously visualizing. I've been visualizing myself on the Olympia stage. I went to the Olympia like. Go to shows, visualize yourself up there, winning first place. That I went to the Olympia last year and I sat there and I'm like, I'm going to be up there. I'm going to be up there, I'm gonna be in that first call out. I'm going to do whatever it takes to get there. And it's, it's everything adds up. It's what you do in that moment right now. Everything adds up over time. So that's that's my advice right there is seriously the visualization, the why, how bad you want to accomplish this. And as an outsider looking in, there's an extreme focus Lauren has. 
And people throw around the word discipline a lot, but that's what it comes down to. I mean, you can say about how she was raised. You could say that she was an athlete and there's almost this, um, I, I, ignorance isn't the right word, but it's, it's, it, it's, it's the word that's coming to my mind because she just, it's just like, I don't even, she doesn't focus on all that other stuff. She, yeah. and this is from my outside viewpoint. It's that she's not focusing on this other stuff. It's just like discipline. It's focus. It's, it's habits. It's, I don't think she could even cheat herself, even if she wanted to or try, like she's going to do the work. You know what I mean? So I know disciplines get thrown around a lot, but it's a, it's an extreme focus on, um, on habits and just doing what it takes. Yeah. Lauren, can I ask you about body image? You seem to have a really healthy relationship with your body, whether you're in the off season and you're not lean or you're in prep and you're getting super lean. How do you approach having a healthy, happy relationship with your body and not getting overly hung up on how lean you are like so many other competitors do? Yeah, honestly, when when I'm getting like stage lean, I I really don't really look at myself too too much. Like especially with my check-in photos with Kyle, like I send in my my check-in photos and then, you know, obviously we sit there, you'll look at them and everything, but I try not to get like so caught up and 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 how lean I'm looking um because it's it's an extreme. It, it really is. And I'm only at that extreme for just a little bit of time too. Um, right now, I am five weeks post-show. I put on 10 pounds. And yeah, I'm feeling a little bit fluffier, like especially in my midsection. That's where my body fat goes first. Um, but again, I'm really not like like looking at myself too, too much. I try not to. Um, even in the gym, I'm just looking at how freaking full I'm looking in the gym. When I take workout footage, I'm like, wow, look how full my delts look. So I just, I really enjoy that side of things, especially in off season, just really checking myself out when I'm in the gym. Um, I'm not really checking for my abs all the time and getting so focused about that. So I, yeah, I really, I really enjoy both sides. I love my body in every state, but of course I have my bad body image days too. And, um, I think all women do, but I just really try not to let it get to me and ruin my whole day and affect my mood. I just kind of move on and eat my next meal and go train. And it. <laughs> yeah, you have to keep perspective. We've had mentors give us some of these tips and obviously experience where she has some of these tips, but I'm glad she touched on it, that it also is something she's still working on. It's, it's an ongoing process. It's, it's very difficult, uh, to be perfect at that. I mean, that's mm -hmm. a little bit weird. So she's definitely still struggles with the body image stuff, um, where body composition, you know, and body dysmorphia, it's just, there's going to be, it's a spectrum as far as the body dysmorphia. So she does have that to a degree. I do. I mean, we, so, and I think that is what I have been able to help her a lot with over the the years is keeping that perspective of saying, Hey, it's better of what you look like on show day or, Hey, mm -hmm. maybe, yeah, like you need to take a breather and not think about that right now and keep perspective of the bigger picture. And 
you know, what objectively, this is why you're feeling this way or look this way. And I explain it within the facts and that helps her kind of see it more in an objective way. Guys, I'm so happy you came on today. I've been following your journey for such a long time. And I just think for how young you are and I just think it's very impressive what you're achieving together and separately. Um, do you want to just promote whatever you want? Um, your Instagram is fantastic. YouTube, Cosmic Bodies. Um, and leave my audience with any advice that you think is kind of a good message to leave a health and fitness audience with. Kind of your final thought. Yeah, so I've been documenting every single prep, off-season show I have every single show documented in prep on my YouTube channel. So if you go to Lauren Danameller on YouTube, you can go back to 2015 and see our first ever video of Kyle and I. <laughs> like, I don't even know what we were doing, but we were grilling and we were out in a park doing running things. But yeah, so I have everything documented and I'm really happy I've been doing that because it's really cool to look back. So I have YouTube, and um, so that's just Lauren Danmeller. You just search Lauren Danmeller anywhere, and you'll find everything. Kyle is Kyle D Burns One on Instagram, but he's on all of my YouTube videos. And Team Cosmic Bodies is uh, our coaching business. Yeah, TeamCosmicBodies.com, and we have a uh, Instagram where you can see a lot of the. Uh, case studies and transformations and all that. And um, yeah, it's crazy that Lauren's doc. I don't think anyone's really done that in the bikini pro world of the IFBB pro league. So just every single season of growth. So it's kind of unique. You guys should definitely go check that out. Uh, and, and what's your advice, Lauren? Yeah. You know, my advice is, so this is like my saying, but it's, it's your journey. So you really cannot sit there and, and look at somebody else. And I used to kind of do that in the past, like this girl won her pro card so fast and, and now she's here and you, you just, everybody's got a different journey to, to get to where they want to be. So you can't sit there and compare this girl got to the Olympia stage this way and she got it so fast. And this is exactly what show she did and what coach she hired and you just can't copy that. There's, there's no way. So you really got to stay focused on you, your path. Bodybuilding is a you versus you thing at the end of the day. Like it's, 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 it's you and watching yourself improve. And that's, that's my advice right there. And just to touch on that, cause that was amazing. And I think this will leave it to kind of close that up is sometimes these goals in all health and fitness, right? If this isn't just bodybuilding, yeah. they can seem abstract at times. They seem far away. I mean, initially you get excited and pumped and you're ready to look that certain way or visualize that certain way or be that strong or be healthier in your whatever goal it may be. So I think uh, making shorter uh, short-term goals, breaking it up. So it's like, you know, you make a goal and then, okay, let's work our way back. How are we gonna get there? So you work your way back but you can even do that in short-term goals of weekly goals, daily goals, daily tasks, 10 minutes from now, what are you going to go do? So just break it up, whatever that may be for you. Mm -hmm. Some people can handle a little bit longer, but yeah, some people might need 10, 15 minute goals of what to do if they at a certain point. So just kind of breaking it up into daily tasks or, you know, 
a list of 10 things to do that day. So short-term goals. Mm -hmm. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the podcast. Please make sure that you like, subscribe, and to follow wherever you get your podcasts to make sure you never miss an episode. If you're new to the podcast, please don't forget to catch up on series one, two, and three to learn even more about all the topics my guests and I cover, from nutrition to fitness, physique results, and more. Sports Social Podcast Network.